What's going on, fellow A-plusers? It's your boy, Adam Perez. I'm back once again with a brand new video for you guys today. Is I'm about to get into my Super Sentai bag today. I feel like it's been a while since we've uh, tackled this particular franchise, honestly. You know, I wind up sort of wrapping up my previous YouTube channel, A-plus More Phenomenal, sort of in the middle of our Don Brothers reviews. I believe the last Don Brother episode I wind up watching was episode 20. Um, and it's been a minute since I've had the opportunity to go ahead and read visit it. My schedule has just been so incredibly crazy. So many other things on television and in the theaters to certainly watch uh, that I've actually unfortunately sidelined Don Brothers uh, for the last half of the season. And so it is a show that I definitely want to go back and finish watching just to kind of see how everybody's story arcs and everything uh, are certainly wrapping up. Um, but trust me when I say, despite me not reviewing Super Sentai or talking about it as much, I definitely see everything on my Twitter feed that's certainly going around, right? Whether that have been the rumors of the 47th Super Sentai Sentai season, which we're certainly going to be talking about here today in King Osher, um, along with like the rumors, the speculation, um, the press conference that we wind up having as of yesterday. So I've been seeing posters, pictures, uh, cast rumors, certainly all over the place. Um, but, you know, listen, this is usually as a Super Sentai fan the time of the year in which you just get excited and pumped knowing that you're wrapping up a great season and about to go into certainly or at least hopefully another one and so as a super sentai fan you know there was a part of me today that I just thought to myself man there's just so many cool things that are out there when it comes to king osier uh, i've been a big fan honestly of not only the uh the posters and the images that i've been seeing uh but the costumes uh, specifically have really drawn my attention to be perfectly honest honest with you guys um i think and i mentioned this on twitter the other day you know i have been seeing seeing these suits for a while especially once the official poster dropped um you know we even had like a teaser of an upcoming trailer a couple weeks or a month ago or so um that looked really cinematic getting an opportunity to see the suits up close and personal and i've had the opportunity to just say as of yesterday or maybe i posted this earlier today these are probably the best super sentai suits i have ever seen um, and I'm a big fan of a lot of Super Sentai series suits to certainly say the least. One of my favorites being Gokaiger for sure. Uh, I even really appreciated, um, 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 was it Q Rangers costumes and things like that as of the most recent year. But there is something about just the armor scheme along with the capes that just honestly do it for me. Uh, I'm a really big fan of these designs. The swords look pretty cool. Love the helmets. I love that there's really not a lot of different color schemes in each individual costume that it's literally like all all their particular color with maybe just a borderline trimmers of some silver here and there along with like their house or kingdom crest that they certainly might rock themselves so it definitely feels as though this is a little bit of a certainly a departure from some other sort of spandex, uh, you know, complete spandex sort of um, Super Sentai suits that we've definitely have seen in the past. And, um, you know, the Reiwa era of Super Sentai certainly does it again in regards to the sense of, you know, really drastically changing each season that we've gotten into so far and doing something drastically different with each show. Um, you know, we got robots in one to certainly say another one. We got like a Japanese folklore tale uh, and now we go back 
back to like the concept of kings and queens and kingdoms and um, capes and armors and stuff and just reminds me very much of that sort of uh, Knights of the Round Table sort of mentality uh, and their armor just truly, truly does it for me. And so after seeing all these pictures and stuff and the, the information finally starting to leak out and drop after the press conference, you know, there was a part of me that just thought to myself, man, I, you know, I, I need to talk about it. I need to certainly express my excitement level for it. This is probably the first time in a long time I've kind of gone into the reveal of a Super Sentai series completely blind, not really having read any rumors or seen any, you know, um, uh, toy catalogs. No, get me wrong. I definitely have seen some images that people have been dropping, but I haven't necessarily gone out to do my research or uh, specifically look up this information. So for me as a Super Sentai fan, this is a long time coming and a brand new feeling that I haven't felt in a while in regards to being introduced to a brand new team and not knowing what the F is truly certainly going on here. So for those of you who are wondering, this brand new season does in fact drop March, uh, March 5th. Um, at 9.30 Japanese time. So March 5th, the brand new season will in fact be starting. Um, so to me, that just simply screams, we're almost done here with... Um with Don Brothers. Um, and so the finale for that is certainly about to wrap up. Hopefully we get ourselves a really great sort of um, send off and passing of the baton between the two reds for this particular series. Um, but yeah, this was in fact the poster that's certainly been around for quite some time. Um, but let's go ahead and actually get into the details of this particular um, series itself. Now, uh, shout out to a couple of people on Twitter, whether that be the real Matt Hunt, um, uh, was it TL Savage? I've been seeing a great that they've been doing a really great job in regards to um, the character breakdowns. Um, I believe um, somebody on um, I think it's KR Sentai actually went ahead and dropped the trailer for the King Oger series, but this time English sub. So if you haven't had the opportunity to see the English sub version of the King Oger series uh, trailer, uh, go online. KR Sentai uh, went ahead and posted it. But uh, let's talk a little bit about this brand new series in Osama Sentai King Oger. Um, I'm getting my character information and story details here from tokusatsunetwork.com. Always a pretty reliable source here. So let's go ahead and actually talk about these characters, their character descriptions, and see what this season is going to be about. So the, the brief synopsis, super brief, among the five kingdoms, there is a prophecy. And that's how the trailer starts off. In 2000 years, the Bugnarok, uh, or I think they call him the Earth Empire Bugnarok, will return to drive humanity to extinction. You got to love prophecies, right? Prophecies sometimes tend to come true. However, five royals and the guardian deity, King Osher, have risen to the call. Uh, and so we get the opportunity to see who the five kings are, or at least the five royals uh, of this certainly are. And from the poster that we wind up seeing here briefly, you were able to see the big guardian deity, their big, uh, their big Zord, if you will, or their big Mecca, the King Osher. Um, so yeah, as of yesterday, they had a press uh, press event that streamed on the Tobi Tokusatsu uh, YouTube official channel. Um, and we got a couple of cast members here. So we're going to start off with Red, who is the gentleman that is in the middle here. This is uh, Gira, or also known as Kuwaga Ozier. When he's in his Super Sentai form, his uh, Kuwaja Ozier. 
um, but uh, his name is Gira, a self-proclaimed king of the kingdom of Shuga Shugodam or Shugadam, however you want to say it, a proclaimed, a self-proclaimed king of the kingdom of Shugodam. Uh, Shugodam. So again, he's not even the king. He's just proclaiming himself to be. Uh, Gira grew up in uh, juvenile care, and he is compassionate and considerate. However, when playing hero with children, Gira usually took on the role of the villain, thus inviting misunderstandings whenever he declares he will conquer the world. Uh, and I think that's similar to what T.L. Savage has, says the self-proclaimed king of Shugodam, who grew up in the children's home. So that's what they meant by juvenile care. He is a kind man, but always played the villain when playing a hero with children. Uh, he has a habit of saying, I will rule the world in a misleading tone. And you can even see that from the trailer itself a little bit, too, towards the end when he says he, he you know, he's declaring himself the conqueror of the world. So, you know, look, I don't know if this is certainly like a tease that there's definitely more to Kawaga Ozier and his um, history. You know, the fact that he's a self-proclaimed king to me means that there's clearly another king in the kingdom. But this guy and Kira clearly wants to become king at some point in time. So that's Kuwaga Ozier. That is, in fact, the red of this group, as you see here in the middle. Moving to the far left of this particular list, in blue, we've got Yanma Gust. Yanma Gust. Um, his uh, henshin name is Tanbo Ozier. Tanbo Ozier. Uh, it says, Monarch of... Pinopa, the land of technology, born in the slums, Yanma climbed his way out not through strength, but through a laptop, and there are many who refer to him as Secretary General. Yanma keeps his eye on the prize with his diligent or, or with his delinquent sensibilities. Um, and then TL Savage's uh, sort of um, translation also says the king of Kosopa, who grew up in the slums he rose to power via his laptop and is also referred to as president wants to be the best at all times uh, i actually really dig his uh costume designs to be honest with you i i really i really appreciate everybody's costume designs i think um it was um uh jinsaku on twitter who mentioned that they all look like they're cosplayers and he's, he's absolutely right um but I, I i love the headphones it looks like he's rocking the um the hairdo the hairstyle looks great on him uh he definitely looks like he when they say um you know he, he keeps his eye on the prize with his delinquent sensibilities yeah he definitely feels like he might be the maybe the immature one of the group who knows the one that maybe rushes into battle without necessarily thinking things through who knows but we'll definitely have to check it out but i love his design yanma gust is definitely somebody i'm going to be keeping my eye on as he is the leader of the land of technology Next up in the group, next to um, Blue here, next to Tom uh, Tonbo Ozier, we've got Yellow. Uh, we've got the female in Yellow. This is Jaimino Ron. Jaimino Ron. And again, if I'm butchering these names, guys, I do apologize. I'm just trying to pronounce them as best as I absolutely can. No disrespect to these actors and the hard work that these people have put in. Uh, Jaimino Ron, uh, also when she's in her henshin form, known as Kamikiri Ozier. Kamikiri Ozier. Again, that is the female in yellow. It says, Queen of Ishavarna, a country renowned in the arts and in medicine, Himino 
um, exudes utmost beauty and transcendent selfishness. She keeps an eye on what she deems is beautiful and will acquire them through any means necessary. Though she may be selfish, she will not hesitate to save those in need, and she will give splendid treatment as a doctor. So, okay, so she's definitely the healing type, to certainly say the least. Um, um, yeah, clearly exudes some utmost beauty and transcendent selfishness so she definitely doesn't necessarily think about herself um she keeps an eye on what she deems beautiful so it does seem like there's a sense of um uh i don't want to say judging but you know she clearly has an eye for things um and will acquire them through any means necessary not when i think of that i think of like is she a pirate uh she just just likes shiny beautiful things sort of thing and apparently she will acquire the, uh, acquire them uh through any means necessary um there is a great line that she has in here when they're introducing her in the trailer it says uh for himino ron to follow my will is your only path okay yeah I'll, I'll do anything you ask me to do. Uh, she's uh, absolutely breathtaking, if you ask me. Um, so we've got um, her there. Uh, again, that's Hamino Ron, also known in her henshin form as uh, Kamikiri Ozier. Uh, and again, that is, in fact, Yellow Queen of Ichavarna, a country renowned in the arts and in medicine. So not only a beauty, but also wants to capture beauty at any means necessary, um, but does not have any selfishness within her. And she likes to heal as a doctor. You know, the next character is pretty fascinating to me here. Um, and we're going to go to purple here. Um, um, which is going to be to the right of our red. So we're moving over slowly. This character is Rita Kanich Kanichka. Rita Kanichka, also known in uh, their henshin form as Papilan, Papilan Oyer. Um, let me read this description to you, and I'm going to tell you immediately what really jumps out to me. It says, Rita is the monarch of Gokan. Uh, a kingdom of ice and snow, as well as the Supreme Court judge to uphold neutrality in the world. Uh, phrases to describe Rita include unaffected and sincere, absolutely cool-headed, cautious and conservative. It almost feels like nothing gets to this person whatsoever. And then it says they are well-respected for passing judgment with unmatched accuracy and partiality Though they may seem cold, Rita is sympathetic, but is awkward in expressing such feelings. She she does fascinate me for sure. And I think what even fascinates me more is when you watch the trailer, especially in the um um uh, the English sub, it refers to her kingdom as or their kingdom, I should say, as the neutral kingdom of law. It's got even great sort of like um balancing when it comes to justice and things like that so um she seems to be the supreme court of of all of it right having to be impartial and neutral um through everything that's happening doesn't seem to get phased uh and this is another character's design that i'm a big fan of sort of like that half face sort of thing very mysterious in their ways but what i also really appreciate is reading all the other character descriptions right it clearly clarifies them as he she for a lot of these but when you get to rita they do refer to them as they um so it seems as though their pronouns are they and them 
uh, very sort of, um, I don't know if that's considered non-binary or just like gender neutral, gender, gender fluid. Um, but um, they don't describe Rita as a he or she. They refer to them as they. Um, and when I look at the, the, the name of the town, again, in the trailer or the kingdom, the neutral kingdom of law, she's got to, they've got to be neutral in regards to making judgments of things. And it seems as though Rita herself is in some way sort of neutral, right? Um, being referred very much as they when it comes to uh, their pronouns. So I find that really interesting. And I am kind of curious if this is like our first gender neutral um, character that we've had in Super Sentai before or not, but um, I think it's a big step forward, at least in regards to sort of the changing of the times and understanding sort of your audience and the diversity concept of diversity and inclusion, I think definitely does go a long way. So uh, we'll see how the rest of the series holds up. Um, when we actually watch the series, do they refer to Rita as either Rita or they or them? Um, I think that's, I think it's interesting to kind of see that pointed out in just the character descriptions alone um so yeah again love the design of rita next up uh in rounding things off from the main cast uh we've got our black ranger here on the very far right um and this is gonna be kaguragi dibowski kaguragi dibowski also known in their henshin form as hachi Ozier. it says hailing from the agricultural kingdom of atofu Kaguragi Dabowski is a nobleman and a con man. Oh, that's fascinating. Um, he will lie with a smile on his face as he double deals or even triple deals his victims. That is going to be hella fun to certainly watch on screen. For the sake of maintaining peace supremacy, Kaguragi is a cunning nobleman who will not hesitate to get his hands dirty. So homeboy's literally playing both sides of the coin here. Um, but that sounds hella fun. Um, you know, I do love me a good con man, whether you're Sawyer from Lost or Kaguragi from King Osher. Uh, I'm really interested to see how he not only plays his other fellow Sentai members, but just the regular people that he bumps into on a regular basis. So a, a nobleman and a con man. Talk about uh, polar opposites here, but uh, really playing up that part, I guess, and a sense of trying to get whatever it is that you want. You know what I mean? Um, probably out of all the characters in regards to like their henshin form, seeing them in their uh, King Osher outfits, he's probably the one that I'm not the biggest fan of the most. And this probably has to do with like the orange on his faceplate. Maybe it's something that as the season progresses, I'll certainly come uh, more on board to really love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love all of these costumes, but I should probably say he's probably my least favorite, certainly out of all of them. Um, and then after him, um, we have another character here in, um, was this Cass, Cass, uh, late Laceleth, I believe his name is Laceleth Hasty. Um, Laceleth Hasty, son of Horses Hasty and the successor to the throne. Laceleth Hasty is the true king of Shugadam. As ruler of the kingdom with the most power, Laceless governs the five kingdoms with unparalleled leadership, and the citizens have much faith and trust in him. So he seems like he's a pretty good leader, pretty good king. He's the true king uh, of Shugodam. 
So it is interesting that you've got somebody like Lacelet here as, and I, maybe I'm pronouncing his name wrong, I apologize. But um, if he's the true king, and we've got ourselves Red here in Kuwaga Ozier, who is a self-proclaimed king, uh, yeah, I'm feeling some uh, tension here. I'm feeling some colliding of heads here of somebody who is the successor and true king, but there's also somebody on the team that wants your spot uh, at some point in time, right? So I am kind of interested to see how that plays out throughout the season. And, and if they're already teasing the idea that people mistake him for sort of that villain role when he says he wants to rule the kingdom or the world sort of thing, when you got somebody saying that and there's already a king in place, you know, how are people kind of supposed to take that, right? And so I do want to see if it rubs sort of the king the wrong way. If he admires this kid's gumption for wanting to be the leader at some point in time. But, uh, you know, you don't necessarily just hand somebody the king, the, the keys, right? Like to the kingdom. It usually goes through succession in the sense of like family member to family member sort of thing. So will Lacelet, you know, uh, Hasty actually, the king, make it through this entire season? Will somebody off this king? Um, heck, will Red kill him in order to take his spot? Who certainly knows? But I do think it does... Um, um, it does introduce a great dynamic, I, I think, when you already have a leader on board, but you've got somebody else that wants to eventually take your place. Um, um, there's a couple other supporting cast members I didn't certainly bring up. You guys can definitely go ahead and check them out if you want to for yourself. Um, but I do also want to go ahead and discuss the villains uh, for the Earthly Empire Bugnarok. Um, so first off that we wind up getting the opportunity to see in the trailer was uh, Desnarok the Eighth. Desnarok the Eighth. It says he's the lowliest ranking ruler of Bugnarok Empire. By finding secret treasures, uh, Desnarok seeks to rewrite the structures of power between humans and Bugnarok. Um, so that's interesting. I guess maybe all their designs will be like insect based. Who knows? Um, and then you also have... Um, this character here in Chancellor Tommy Jim. He's a researcher on bug-like mechanical life forms. Tommy Jim, uh, Tommy Jim can grant Bugnarok's powers from bugs and insects so they can transform into monsters. He can even enlarge them to gigantic portions. So this is the guy I think we're going to be seeing on a weekly basis for sure. Uh, that's going to be granting and really creating these powers. So it seems as though he's taking life forms um, um, and maybe granting them Bugnarak powers uh, from bugs and insects sort of thing. Uh, whether or not they're all mechanical life forms that he winds up creating, but it seems as though maybe he's in, embedding these mechanical life forms with these bug abilities and allowing them to grow whenever it's certainly time. I wonder if he uses that staff of his and make my monster grow and he throws it down to the to the world below who certainly knows but this is uh chancellor uh Tommy Jim uh and then again we've got Desnarok the eighth um so it says the lowliest ranking ruler of the Bugnarok Empire I can't expect the chancellor to be maybe any higher than him. So this feels maybe like the two lowliest members um, of this entire empire to make me believe that, yeah, there's probably more coming uh, in the form of a um, big bad guy. You know what I mean? At some point in time. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this um, this comes together, man. But this is, in fact, the uh, the cast photo of everybody together. 
um they also mention in here if you're interested to know who's going to be working on this season for staff when it comes to director you've got kazuya hami horuchi and again if i'm butchering his name i apologize but it looks like kazuya hami horuchi um and just looking up some of his work uh it seems like he's very heavy into common rider in the past i mean we're talking directed nine episodes of common rider build six episodes of common rider saber 10 episodes of common rider revise um he did common rider geats i believe two episodes right so like all of his work i'm seeing is uh is 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 his time on common rider and honestly you can kind of see the influences from common rider not only in the swords uh because those almost remind me of um common rider saber swords to a certain extent um so yeah the designs and things like that i, I would assume a uh, direction wise will definitely feel like we're almost watching a common writer series as far as the writer is concerned minato takano um i believe when looking him up uh i don't recall too much work on uh, i don't recall any work on super sentai uh he might have uh worked on a couple episodes of common writer zero and maybe some other common writer projects um, I think maybe even um, some anime stuff, but again, I, I could be wrong in that regards, but I don't really see too much from the screenplay uh, in here to let me know, you know, what other Super Sentai seasons we can kind of get a feel for, you know what I mean? So uh, I didn't get the chance to look up the action director to see where they're from also, but I'll be, I'll be interested. You know, for me, Kamen Rider Revice was a series that even though I didn't want to review and certainly don't really necessarily want to talk about too much, um, I will say I really appreciated the designs. Um, you know, I'd be fascinated to uh, some of the clips that I have seen on Twitter look like some pretty good directing work. So we'll see how it holds up when it comes to an actual Sentai series. Um, but just watching this trailer alone, too, you know, I, I, I am a knight's dragon wizard magic sort of guy so you give me somebody that looks like they're in knight armor you present me with kingdoms uh you present me you know with incredible art you know costume designs and stuff you know i and distinct personalities for everybody just looking at this trailer alone especially when we see our cast sort of walking through the city like they're in this parade if you will i don't know why i get like Final Fantasy vibes from this and specifically like Final Fantasy 9 vibes when they kind of went back to sort of that fantastical kingdom of theirs. Um, you know, if anything, I really love the design for the Zord and the minimal um, stuff that I have seen from it. It looks humongous to the point to where I wonder to myself, is the castle of Shugodam, does that actually turn into the King Osher mech itself. If it does, I think that would be incredible to have an actual castle that turns into uh, the Zord itself. Again, I haven't read any rumors, speculation, any toy catalog. So this is just speculation on my behalf. But when I look at this cast, when I look at the trailer, I don't know why I get such great fan 
Final Fantasy vibes. Uh, and I think that's another reason why I'm certainly here for it, guys. I cannot wait for this particular season. Uh, and it definitely should be a fun one to um, have to check out for ourselves. But um, yeah, guys, um, let me know your thoughts. How are you feeling about King Osher now that you've certainly seen uh, the reveals and such to all of them, uh, along with the trailer itself? Um, but I think all the character designs look brilliant to me. Uh, I, I really love some of the character descriptions. They all seem unique to each other. Uh, and I'm really interested to see what um, rivalries and what sort of partnerships really come out of all of this. Um, so, yeah, man, I, um, I'm looking forward to it. But, yeah, guys, at the end of the day, these are just simply my A-plus opinions. I want to know yours. Maybe this is something that we talk a little bit more about. Uh, live viewer questions, maybe honorable mentions this upcoming Sunday on A-plus Hero Report. Uh, but, uh, if anything, this just tells me I got to finish off Don Brothers so I can dive into this series once it actually begins. This is probably a series I'll certainly try and check out. Will I review it? Probably not. Um, you know, but I have also been thinking like if if i do have time to check out the series maybe it's something that i do maybe like just audio form right maybe it's something i just throw on spotify and a quick audio review maybe i'll do maybe a twitter spaces if you guys want maybe once a week we'll do a twitter space to go ahead and talk about king osier let me know what you guys think if you would like me to go ahead and try and review this season in some capacity um I'll certainly think about it depending on what you guys say. So um, let me know your guys' thoughts in the comment section box below. But that's going to do it for me here. I'll talk to you guys later this week. But in the meantime, do me a big favor. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And keep it A+. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.